It is great to have all of you on the call with me this evening. And as always, I really, really get excited about an opportunity to share some ideas with you. Um, you know, and I really, I have no doubt that we can make this year the greatest year that we've ever had by applying the things that we're learning. You know, and, and I really uh, look forward to share these ideas with you. Now, ideally, I, I wish we had a, a live event that we could dialogue you know, back and forth about some different issues, and, and hopefully maybe one day we'll be able to put something together that we can get everybody to come to, but at this point we have to do it through uh, the conference calls. And if you remember last week, we actually were talking about what's your purpose, what's your passion in life, you know, and, and, and again, once we start to find these things, and going back a little bit further, you know, when we talked about setting your goals and, and, you know, and what's involved in achieving your goals and, you know, having a personal growth plan, which is very, very important to have, you know, and then finding your purpose and your passion. And, and now as we're doing this, you have to develop a certain amount of resilience within your life because there are things that are going to stop you. And that's what I want to talk about this evening. And, and with these, I, I've got eight, I call it eight keys, eight points. And I wasn't quite sure exactly how to title it, but when I reflect on my own life and the struggles that I've had, the things that I've gone through, the many changes that have taken place in my life, and as well as in my careers, you know, what's allowed me, because I've had people ask me that, you know, that I train with and or that I'm involved in, in church with, you know, and, and people ask when we get talking, you know, you know you've, you've done so many things, how do you manage to get through some of the issues that you've had to deal with. You know, what's allowed you to do this? Where do you get that strength? You know, where do you get the information? Where do you get the help? And and there's all types of things. And that's what made me start to think. It's basically, I believe, resilience. And let me start off with a quote. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this quote. And it's from Helen Keller. And she says, Character cannot be developed in ease or and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, vision cleared, ambition inspired, and success achieved. Now, let's, let's just look at this for a moment. Where she's saying character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. So, again, if we look at the world we're living in today, many people want to make their life as easy as possible. Now, again, we all want to have peace. We all want to have ease. I'm I'm not talking about, you know, uh, having times where you enjoy your life. I'm not talking about any of that. But I'm talking just about have a life of ease, you know, and have everything quiet. Because when we get like that, and again, what happens a lot of times when when people retire, and then, oh, they don't have to get up anymore and go to work. So there's a sense of ease there. Now, they may not have all the money they need. They may not be able to do all the things because they retired. They never saved money, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, they don't have that same stress. And usually within four to eight years, they end up passing away because they have no longer a purpose to live. They have no longer a reason to get up anymore. So why bother anymore? And they just lose the excitement for life. You know, and, and yet that's something we all seem to strive for. But yet when we have it, we don't really want it. You know, we, we all want that certainty in our life. We want to be certain about where we're going and what we're doing. But when everything is certain, it becomes mundane and boring. We want that uncertainty within our life because that's where the challenge and the excitement comes in. You know, and it's only through experience of trial. 
and suffering. So that means it's doing things and things aren't working right. And you have to sit back in the quietness of your own mind and start to analyze what's going on. Why isn't this working? Instead of throwing the towel in, anybody can throw the towel in and quit. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. He who has, he who has succeeded in life, whether we know about them and or, or the millions and millions and millions of people in this country that we have no idea of who they are, who have succeeded and have changed people's lives in many different ways, have had many trials in their life and have had sufferings in their life. Because that's when that, that internal drive, the, 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 your, what makes you you, the soul that survives inside of you, is strengthened. Your vision becomes crystal clear. And then that ambition of things that you want to do becomes inspired. And then all of a sudden, one day we look back on the life and we say, boy, I've achieved the success that I've wanted to achieve in my life. And it's been even greater than I could have ever dreamed of, about. Because as we navigate through challenging times towards a better future, what happens is, you know, sometimes, I want to give you a few suggestions on this, but, but there are a lot of times that we overlook the things that allow us to experience the fullness, and especially when our life becomes very hectic. And so I want, to, I want to talk about that for a moment. And the first key, if you want to call it, the first thing that's important to developing resilience is to be able to have a healthy perspective. Life is not always easy. I know all of you know that. I know that. Life is up. Life is down. Life is great. Life sucks. And, and sometimes it's really bad and, and things aren't good and we go through trials and sometimes it may be a, a few days. It may be a week. It may be a month. And there's some of you probably have had, a, you know, a real bad year. You know, and that's what life is really all about. But how we choose the way we think, listen carefully now, how we choose the way we think, feel, and act in relation to life's challenges many times can often make the speech between having hope or despair, optimism versus frustration, victory versus defeat. Now, let's just think about this for a moment because there's so much impacted right here. Just think about this for a moment. You know, what this is actually saying, how we choose to think. So, therefore, I was talking to somebody today for for a while, you know, like doing some consulting over the phone. And and, and there were some issues that they were dealing with and what they were thinking about. And, and, you know, and I had to stress, you choose how you think. You choose to think about what you want to think. There's one thing that you can control and that's what you think about. Now, you can't always control the thoughts that run through your mind very quickly because you can be driving, somebody cuts you off, and all of a sudden you get a thought run through your mind. You're bombarded by the media, the radio, the TV, society, newspapers, magazines, and all the voices that are around you during work, and those thoughts run through your head. But you control what you think about in the thoughts that you leave in your mind to fester, to take root, to grow within your conscious mind. So, again, we choose how we think, and then we choose how we feel about what we're thinking about, and then we choose how to act. In relation 
in, in, in relationship to life's challenges, that really often makes the major difference. Ralph Waldorf Emerson said, we become what we think about all day long. We can choose hope. We can choose optimism. And we can choose victory. Now, I realize, and you've heard me say this all the time, that you know, if we have no hope in the future, we have no power in the present. We become powerless. We become individuals that just go through the motions and we don't believe life is ever going to get any better. We believe that where we are is as, is as good as it's going to get. The good old days is when it was good. Let me tell you, the good old days here and the, here and the days coming forward are going to get better. Because, again, it all depends on how you're thinking. And you've heard me say this before. To have hope, H-O-P-E, means help other people every day. But now let's look at hope for a moment. What does it mean when you have hope? To be able to develop that hope, if you take the H, it means you help other people. Help other, help other people. It's amazing how you help yourself because when other people get excited, you get excited. When other people have hope in, in their goals and their future and the prospects of having a better life, then it instills that hope within you as well. The O then stands for opportunity. As we, as we can have a better opportunity, we can have a better future when we have that hope. And the P stands for purpose and passion. And we talked about that. And then the E is for empowered. When we feel empowered, we have a purpose and we have a passion because opportunities of a better future have opened up to us, and the way we achieve those opportunities is to be able to help other people to come along with us. As Thomas Merton said, no man is an island unto himself. We need a team of people to bring us along because when we have this hope, when we have this optimism, and we have this victory mentality, then all of a sudden despair is no longer a part of our vocabulary or our life. Also, frustration doesn't last. We'll be, we'll be frustrated at certain times in our life, certain times throughout the day. That's a guarantee, but it doesn't last because we are optimistic, not positive. No one can be positive 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It's impossible. But no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how great or how difficult it may be, no matter how much adversity you're going through right now, we can always choose to be optimistic. And then, therefore, when we do all of this, defeat turns into victory because we understand that failure is the way that we actually grow. As Helen Keller was saying, it's through trial and suffering that strengthens us and gives us a clear vision. And the ambition that's within inside of us is inspired, and we end up achieving the success that we've always wanted to have. As William James said, you've heard me quote him many times, this is the father of psychology, the greatest discovery of my generation is people can alter their lives by altering their attitudes of mind. Change your attitude, you change your life. You have a good attitude, you can have a good life. You have a bad attitude, you've got a bad life. You have a po an optimistic attitude, you have an optimistic life. You have a negative attitude, you've got a negative life. You, nobody, else, nobody else 
because you can control that. With every challenging situation, you need to ask yourself a couple questions. And we are going to go through challenging situations. And these are questions I ask myself. What is the lessons here for me to learn? When it's challenging and you're just sort of pulling your hair out and you can't seem to get the answer and things just don't quite seem to work. You know, and I'm going through some things and trying to do some things now with a team and putting stuff together. And, you know, and it's like I just can't seem to make it work. I can't seem to figure it out. It becomes challenging. But you have to be able to ask yourself, what lessons can I learn at this point? You know, and how can I learn from this experience? How can I learn from this experience? And what is the most important thing that needs to be done right now? And then also... The final thing that I ask myself is if I think outside of the box, what are some of the better answers? And I try to constantly think outside of the way everybody else thinks, the way society thinks, and, and try to follow the footsteps of everybody else and think outside of that box to tap into the uniqueness that's within me and the team and the people that I actually work with, you know, that you work with. And ask that help that help you gain that proper perspective so that you can tell atta- uh, tackle any situation that you're facing within your life. Thomas Edison said, I am not discouraged because every wrong attempt discarded is just another step forward. And he's failed. And you read his biography, he failed more times than he ever succeeded. But he's created some magnificent things that we enjoy today. So, again, we need to develop that proper perspective. Secondly, don't focus on the mud. Now, what do I mean by that? We need to learn from the past, but not be stuck in the past. Okay, because as long as you're stuck in the past, you can never enjoy the future because you don't enjoy the moment. And the moment today becomes the past. And the moment you're having today was yesterday was your future. So, again, we need to learn from the past, but not get stuck in it. Sometimes life circumstances and personal setbacks can haunt and prevent us from seeing our true potential in recognizing new opportunities. What has already happened cannot be changed, but what is yet to happen, we can share, we can shape it and influence it. And the first step is simply to break from the past and understand that it is you, not the past, who is in charge. You are in charge of your life. Every moment we're alive, we can make a new choice, we can make new choices that help us to move on and step towards a better future. If you pay attention only to the mud on the ground after the storm has passed, you will never notice the beautiful blue skies that has cleared and you'll never see the rainbow that's there. So secondly, Don't focus on the mud. And third, all you have to do is ask the right individuals. Now, I know sometimes this is difficult because it means you don't have all the answers. And unfortunately, sometimes our ego gets in our way. And you know ego for me, and you've heard me say this, E-G-O means edging God out, and you become the center of your own little universe. And now you have a major difficulty when you start doing that. If you need help, you've got to learn to ask. In life... We sometimes may feel, you know, like, like, like we're completely alone. We're walking alone. But we don't have to be as long as we're honest with ourselves, and then we just ask for help when it's needed. 
You can find strength and support through a group of friends. These are the, the go-to people, you know, when, when you need someone to get sound advice. And you have to be selective in who you pick because you can have a lot of friends, but they're not going to give you sound advice because they're probably in worse shape than some of you. But I'm talking about people that you develop a relationship with. You know, and they may not be people that you break bread with or you go out and socialize with, but they would be friends that if you needed somebody to talk to, they're there to advise you and they will listen to you. Okay, and they can give you that sound advice. Or they can give you a new perspective or a certain expertise or sometimes you just need a friend that will actually listen. Now, remember, successful people assume responsibility for finding the support. They need to solve the problem. Normal people have problems. The smart ones get help. And then number four, thrive on your strengths while exploring new potential. I used to, when I started off, you know, in graduate school, a lot of the literature back in the 80s used to talk about know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and work on your, your weaknesses. That is so wrong. Your weakness is always going to be a weakness, but your strengths can become greater and greater and stronger and stronger. And then you hire people that have your weaknesses as their strength, and that's what determines a very successful business because your team is strong. We all have certain things in which we naturally excel at. Some of us are great with people. You know, others are handy with tools, and yet others thrive on information. A mismatch between what you're naturally good at and your work in life is a wasted potential. Find out what you're naturally good at, your natu- what, what your natural strengths are, as well as the areas of your greatest potential. That's what you need to find out. Thrive on your strengths. Make your strengths greater. Explore, but also continue to explore new possibilities. And number five, and this was always, this was not, this is one that I always failed on a great deal when I started in business. Keep the fun and enjoyment in everything that you do. No matter how difficult the circumstances, resolve to keep the fun and enjoyment in your life. Make a point to take many vacations. Now, I'm talking to myself as well at this particular point. Take many vacations every day. For example, take a walk in the park. Exercise. Now, for some of you, exercise may be a, a, a trauma, you know. But for me, it, it's, it's like a little vacation. I forget about everything else. Or just going for a walk on the beach. Or hugging a loved one. You know, or how about just sitting down listening some nice music or getting a hold of a great book and immerse yourself in that book. You know, take some mini vacations every single day. And it doesn't have to be for long. It may be sometimes 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, and and that's basically it. Because the more challenging and stressful life is, the more important it is to take good care of yourself so you can relax your body, ease your mind, and recharge your spirit. Because normally what happens after recharging your batteries, you may see those difficult situations in a totally different and more positive light. So again, keep the fun and enjoyment in what you do. The number six, keep your options open. There are many doors 
to opportunities and success and happiness. There's not only one way to do it. There are many. And, and today, you know, life is so exciting today. There are more opportunities today than it has ever been. You can do things. You don't even have to have a job. You don't have to go out and fight the traffic anymore. You can work directly from home, building a business, sitting at your desk at home, on a computer, online, and build a fortune. And you hear about these young kids today that are not even 21, that are already millionaires because of the things that they've been able to do because of the technology that's available. So keep your options open. Don't say, well, I'm too old. Well, I can't do that. I can't learn that because that is not true. You don't want to let any emotional enemies survive with inside of yourself. And these emotional enemies that you have can destroy ambition. It will destroy your fortune and relationships. And ultimately, it will destroy your life. Very quickly, these are. Fear, indifference, indecision, doubt, and worry. Those five emotional enemies can take everything. It can stop you from being the, tapping into the greatness that's within inside of you and making this year the greatest year that you've ever had. We need to start asking ourselves what true success and happiness means and looks like to us. If I was here right now and I asked you, what is true success to you in happiness? What does that mean? How would you define it? When I ask individuals that all the time, on a regular basis, I have never been find, able to find anyone that can answer it. Other than some people say, oh, uh, you know, some, some just say crazy things. Oh, if I could have one dollar more than I could ever spend. Well, I mean, that's, that's silly. That's never going to happen. Or some people say, oh, if I could just pay my bills. You know what? Most people... That's exactly what they do. They just pay their bills every month, and they live from paycheck to paycheck, being totally miserable and frustrated. So, again, that's not it. But, but what is true success and happiness to you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? How do you know if you've achieved it? You know, and, and, and our answers will start to show the way to achieve it. When you can define it, you can achieve it. You can achieve it. If you can't define it, it's, it's like I've always said, it's like going to a place you don't know where it is you want to go, or better still, it's like trying to come back from a place that you've never been. It's impossible to do that. Reason why, reason why most people live their life, and at the end of their life, as Oliver Wendell Holmes said, we take most of our music with us to the grave. When one door seems to close, Look around and see what new opportunities may be waiting just around the corner. Doors can open from thinking outside of the box. When you think outside of the box, you can open up all types of doors and opportunities that you never believed possible. Daring to dream. I love that phrase. Daring to dream big. Dream big dreams. It costs you absolutely nothing to dream and get lost within your dreams. Because dreams can become realities within your life. But you can't make a dream a reality if you can't even dream it. Do something different. Or simply letting go of a habit or a condition that has clearly outlived its usefulness. We're never stuck unless we have blinders on. So keep your options open. And then number seven... Keep the faith. 
There are many ways to keep your faith alive. Faith in yourself. Believe in yourself. If you don't believe in you, no one else is going to believe in you. And you have greatness with inside of you. You are unique as an individual. No one on the face of this earth is exactly like you. No one has your gifts and your talents just like you have. And yes, you do have gifts. And yes, you do have talents. Unfortunately, most of us don't explore them because as we talked about at another call, many times found in my own, found in my own life. Those gifts and those talents were things that I had as an emotional enemy. The emotional energy enemy that kept me back was fear of speaking to people. Developing uh, uh, the uh, the inability to make decisions. I was afraid to make the wrong decision, so therefore I never made a decision, which in reality was a bad decision. So I had that fear and indecision. Then I doubted myself. Those three emotional enemies stopped me from achieving some things I've always wanted to achieve in my life. But when I faced them and I worked on them, I found out there were strengths behind those doors that I never knew were there. And so I encourage you, the things that keep you, the things that make you the afraid, the things that cause that nervous anxiety within you. Stand up and face it and open that door, and you may be amazed at the beautiful world that is right on the other side of that door, and you never even knew it exists. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in your place in this world, because you're not here by accident. You have a purpose to fulfill. Have faith in the answers that life has in store for you. Have faith that life will reveal those answers to you. I promise it will. And then have faith in your God. Go to places that engage, in, go to places and engage in activities you know, that's going to give you the greatest feeling of that inner peace with inside of yourself so that you start to tap into that potential within you. Because, the, you know, Anne Frank said this, the best remedy for those who are afraid, lonely, or unhappy is to go outside somewhere where they can be quiet, alone, with the heavens, nature, and God. Because only then does one feel that all is as it should be and that God wishes to see people happy amidst the simple beauty of nature. When you feel that sense of peace, you know, ask you, you know, be willing to ask yourself and, and, and look at this question. What if, just think now, what if what I'm going through is a blessing in disguise? You know that stress, that fr uh, frustration, that adversity that you look at as negative? What if, what, what if what you're going through is actually a blessing in disguise? Keep the faith, find the peace within, and the answer will come. And then eight, the last one, decide never ever to give up. That's it. Just don't give up. I made the decision a long time ago when I was doing things, I'm not going to give up. When I changed my careers and stuff and, you know, started doing these type of things and then when I get in the bodybuilding, I almost quit because I was frustrated. I, you know, my ego got in the way, you know, and, and you know, and I was put into my place and, and really beat up uh, emotionally and I had to make a decision, I, and I already made the decision. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to I'm going to keep myself in good health because my body is the only thing I have to walk around this world that I'm living in right now. And if I let the body to be destroyed, and all of a sudden my mind my mind is functioning well, but I'm stuck in in a wheelchair, I'm stuck in a home, I can't move, then uh, then that must be a living hell. 
because I know what I want to do, but my body won't function. And that's my responsibility. That's my fault. So I made the decision. I'm going to do whatever it is I have to do to stay healthy. Decide to never, ever give up. I heard a person say that there are no losers in life except for those who give up on themselves. If you're still alive and breathing, your purpose in life is not yet finished. The greatest adventure, I believe, is in the discovery of what your purpose is and then to live it until the last breath. It's that inner calling to do more. Your adventure is waiting to happen. What are you waiting for? And what are you willing to do now? Yes, right, right now. Abraham Lincoln lost eight elections failed twice in business, and suffered a nervous breakdown before he became the President of the United States. He had a reason to quit, but he didn't quit. If you don't have the capacity to change yourself and your own attitude, then nothing around you can be changed. To develop that, re- that, that resilience, develop a healthy perspective. Don't focus on the mud. All you have to do is ask for help. Thrive on your strengths while exploring new potentials. And keep the fun and enjoyment in your life. And keep your options always open. Keep faith and decide never, ever to give up. And I promise you will start to enjoy the life that you've always wanted to enjoy. And it starts today because the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda, by what you and I do today. So what are you going to do today to make this the greatest year that you've ever had? I've enjoyed talking with you. Hopefully this gives you some ideas on how to keep at it and to develop that resilience that you need to be able to develop your purpose and your passion within your life that we talked about last week. God bless all of you, and we'll be with you again next week.